and welcome to the 59th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the yin to my yang, Brandon Gross. That's an old school one. You said that one like episode two, maybe? You yeah, said that? I thought I'd bring it back. It's a good one. Come on. If they're good, we can't waste them on the early episodes when nobody was listening. That's right. You're starting to, to recycle them, huh? We're getting old. We're getting long in the tooth. You thought you would have thought that I could have come up with two different things at ease at any point, but I said, no, no, no. Back no, no, no. to the uh, back to the old school references I this won't time. Think about it at a time, and I, and if I do pick something, I'll just stare around my room, or I'll recycle old ones, or I'll talk about food. Food is also a go-to one for me because I almost said chicken and rice, the chicken to my rice, because that's what I made as my little dinner for this week. So. You know, it could have been that, but I, I felt sad like a sad little dinner. I sad little dinner. I am. Uh, I was talking to you about this before the record, but I have a lot of expensive things coming up, traveling and weddings yeah. and vacation stuff. So I, uh, I was going. I've been shopping in the on sale uh, weekly ad exclusively as of the last few weeks. So, well, that that reminds cool. me. Did you return the suit? If you if you remember, listeners, Sam the H and M suit. Sam bought oh. a suit for a wedding, and you're like. And you planned on returning it after you're wearing it, right? Was that the yes, plan? That was the plan. Okay. That was the plan. But uh, it is in my closet right now, so it's so not you're wearing returned. it to one of, one of the future weddings. Well, the oh god, it's like the name the name of the style or like the theme of the wedding is is really really um, casual. It's like farm formal or something like that. I forget what the word or the terminology is. Gotcha. My mom will let me know immediately. But it's a uh, it's very casual, like no jacket. No ties, just kind of super, super relaxed. So I'm not even going to use it on this wedding, but you know, we have another one in October that I'll be able to use it on. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers what do crossed you think you're wearing? I think that's more stressful to not, because if you, you know, if you go to a, a traditional wedding, wear a suit, you'll be good nine times. No issues. Yeah. This is stressful because you don't want to go, if you don't want to wear a, you know, a tuxedo t-shirt. Yes. And which, you might which not want to wear a plaid, maybe plaid's okay. So what do you, what do you wear into the farm? I uh I I don't know. I haven't thought about it. It's still okay. a month out, so I have not put too much thought into it, but it's it's going to be a button-down in chinos if I had to guess with maybe some nice shoes. Good choice. You know, yeah, not too crazy. Things. It's also going to be hot. It's like the middle of July. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a scorcher as the kids say. El scorcho. The, the lo- location you're going to, does it get hot in the summer? Yes. Yes it does. It okay. apparently gets very hot. But we'll be in the mountains, I think. We'll be yeah. elevated a little bit. So I think that'll probably alleviate some of the the worry about the heat. But, you know, man, I'm a sweaty guy. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm a very sweaty man. So uh, there's definitely a good chance that I'm sweating through a shirt. Definitely yeah. a good chance that I'm sweating through. There's a, there's a buddy of mine at my at my office, and he's a, he has to wear a jacket sometimes to work, and he sweat through jackets because of how much he sweats. Isn't that insane? There was a – so when I, was at, when I went to the college that you and I went to, Florida State yes. University – Famously. There was, yeah, I, I, I majored in entrepreneurship. I don't know if we have ever talked about that Ooh. on this podcast. Yes. So there was a guy in my class who came up with the concept of co- concept called pit pads. And it pit was pads. because he gave a lot of speeches. He was a okay. very, he was a very smart individual. Um, and he was like, but I noticed I get sweaty in my dress shirt when I'm giving speeches and my armpits, I get the armpit ring sweat. Wow, okay. So he came up with pit pads, which are basically like, a, like a, I don't know, like face wipes that stick to your armpit. You put them there, and it sucks up all the sweat, and your dress shirt 
dry as a whistle, you know? That's a Shark Tank idea if I've ever heard one, dude. He's got to go pitch to the Sharks. I, I don't know what happened to it. I have not heard much about it. I think I'm connected with him on Instagram. I have not seen anything. I should just message him one day and just say, pit pads. <laughs> What's see. up with the pit pads, man? What's going on hey, with man. that? Um, uh, is it, what would it, wouldn't you just put the feminine product, a pad, in your, in your uh, armpits if you're really that worried about it? Well, I'm not a monster. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> okay, all right, fair. I, uh, I mean, that's the counter to the pit pads, right? Pads already exist. Just put them in the pits. Any pad can be a pit pad. Is this a Seinfeld? Is this a Seinfeld? <laughs> this is not a Seinfeld. This is not an old Seinfeld reference. But honestly, think, pit pads. I think if pit pads became a big thing, Seinfeld would do that bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I am kind of like a mini Jerry Seinfeld, uh, if, you, if you think about it, Brandon. So it makes a lot of sense for me. What's going on with you, dude? I, I haven't caught up with you after this weekend. What have well, you been up to? I, I was reminded, I have to bring this up to you. I told you I'd bring this up, but you don't know okay. what it's about. Oh, I was, okay, yes. I was, re- I was reminded that you and I participated in a friend's roast yes. four years ago. Yes, I do remember this. Four years got, ago. Got a little hot water at that roast, if I remember If I remember right. I think we were okay. I don't think you and I got into No, not you and trouble. I. No, no, no. But I, I, there was somebody I rubbed the wrong way, if you know what I mean. I think I think everyone rubbed someone the wrong way. We yeah. had a friend who who thought it was a good idea to do a roast for his twenty sixth birthday, something like that. Yes. Um, and people wrote jokes about him and about this other, friend group yeah. that you and I there. Yeah. were are uh, part of. Um, so I someone reminded me of this, so I tried to find my jokes and I found them. I found you all found my them. Jokes. Oh yes. my god! Okay, I found the jokes. But um, it's funny because you can see the people that I had resentment towards and the people I didn't, like yourself. <laughs> yeah, the, ones, the ones for the people I don't have resentment towards are very light and friendly. And do you want to hear oh. pr- uh, pretty much the one joke that I did about you? Do you want to hear it? Yeah, no, please. This is so funny. And I don't even think this is a, a joke, but it's Sam looks like the friendliest shark. <laughs> okay all right i get that i've had much worse things said about me at a roast so yeah, i'm totally comfortable the other one was was uh i called you a failed musician but it was only a joke to insult someone else it was like a setup to insult yes, someone else used to yeah the setup for the punchline yeah that's yes. so funny dude i've got so, I, I wonder if i have like my own friendly as shark hey listen i would love to be a friendly shark i'm like the shark in finding nemo baby fish are friends not food exactly that's I've what i was thinking so that's the joke and, and it's funny because the other ones are like How's your dead dad? Like that's what the other ones are for for people. But you, I was like, mm, yeah, you look like yeah. a shark. I, uh, I I remember I said a joke there that got me in a in a little bit of trouble. I'm not going to repeat it, but let's just we'll say talk about it. Off, we'll off talk air. about it off air. We'll talk about it off air. That was I used to do those roasts all the time in Tallahassee. I don't know if when you were doing comedy in Tallahassee, if the roast scene was like thriving. But during my time there, there was like a monthly roast show that i was a part of all the time so i was i was pretty used to writing roast jokes i did an improvised roast that's the only time i ever did it with your crew of the stand-ups because i was on the improv team yes so uh we did an improvised roast battle which Mm -hmm. was you gotta fucking just look at a person and just roast them on the spot no yeah Yeah. no no pre-written jokes no i remember being like lecture classes and in college just like penning jokes about people that i knew pretty well (laughs) it's a weird situation to be in brandon I won a couple roast battles. Don't want to brag, but I won really? a couple roast battles. I was actually weirdly good at, at writing roasts. My only two thing, two good stand-up uh, qualities was uh, crowd work and uh, and roasts. So not, not going to get very far with those two going on. You're regular Jeffrey Ross. You're the roast I'm, master uh, general. Minus the minus the questionable dating decisions in the past. Mm, I didn't know about that. I apologize <laughs> for bringing that up. Yeah, Google uh, Jeffrey Ross girlfriend, underage girlfriend, and see what comes up. Mm. 
Okay, never mind. I'm sorry I called you him. You're the friendliest shark. You're not I'm the, Jeffrey Ross. I'm the friendliest Jeffrey Ross. That's what I really am. Um, but your weekend was good. What'd you do? You got any any good stories outside of the, the old roast jokes being dug up? Old roast jokes? Um, God, no. I watched three-fourths of The Batman last night. I finally oh, watched that. Yeah? Did um, you fall asleep? And I just was, I had enough, you know? Yeah. You felt like you'd seen enough, enough of the, of the, the rain enough. and the, the dark grunting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was just, it was just, the, you know, it was just seven, just the movie yeah, seven. It really like was. With yeah. The, with the Batman. The classic um, Fincher movie, dude, seven. Classic Fincher movie, a great Fincher yeah. movie. I love that movie. Uh, what, it does. There is one scene though that I still walk out of every time I watch it because it's. It, it, oh, it's the so, weird. The person really like, tied me. to the bed. That one. No, 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 no. It's the guy That's at the strip club. Though. The guy at the strip club doing like the character monologue. He was like oh, the I lust killing. That. I'm not going to say what happens on the podcast because of how graphic it is. But another well, thing we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about off the air. <laughs> See, the one that <laughs> disturbed me was the guy with the bitten off tongue who's like tied oh, to the bed. Oh, and then I they find out he's still alive. Was. Yes, that was yes, that me. was creepy. Yeah, that was creepy. That movie's full of creepy stuff, and I'm not a creepy, scary kind of guy. I, yeah. I think we've talked about this on the podcast. I'm not a big creepy guy, but uh, yeah, that one got me. I started the Obi Wan show, dude. Have you watched any of the Obi Wan Kenobi show? Could not be more disinterested in that. <laughs> it's very fair. I realized it while watching it with Miranda and like explaining the the lore and the backstory. I was like, I'm a Marvel guy, but with Star Wars instead. <laughs> just, Are you really? I didn't even I, know this. Yeah, I was a big Star Wars kid growing up. Loved all the movies. I had like models and Legos and all that kind of stuff. How how deep are you? Are you like excited that 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 one show coming out? It's called like Ashra or something like that. I'm not that into it, but I have watched. Okay. I watched all the Mandalorian. I sat out the Book of Boba Fett because I heard it was it was lame and it was like boring and I don't know, not not really in my alley. But I have watched the first two uh, Obi Wan Kenobi episodes and have enjoyed them immensely, even though I can see through it and tell like. There's a lot of there's like a child actor in it, and she's just like there's a lot of unbelievable things happening that this child is able to get away with, just like feats of athleticism and, and just like it's really it's really kind of a it's a little cheesy, but you know the good parts are good. It looks pretty a lot, which is fun. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying it. Miranda's been watching a lot of the Stranger Things four. That's been the, the season four. That's been the background mm-hmm. on on at our uh, our apartment. So that's I'm actually. Kinda- you know what I did? I I did watch something else. I watched Goodfellas, and I just have to say, which I've seen five hundred times. Yeah, of course. R.I.P. The passing of Ray Liotta. So I just had yes. to throw that out there really quickly, not to interrupt your Stranger Things. And no, please, I got on, I, I got nothing to talk about Stranger Things. I've never seen the show. Really? How yeah, did you my, avoid that? Um, I don't know. I got by the time I had the opportunity to watch it, it had been so overhyped uh, that I was just like, I'm not going to do this. What am I going to watch a bunch of uh, yeah, like children run around? That just doesn't sound like a show for yeah. me. Um, and it was also supposedly a little more suspenseful, scary, spooky, which is not up my alley. And from what I've seen of this season in the background of my apartment or like the, the background noise of our apartment, it, this one seems kind of violent and scary, spooky a little bit, too. So um yeah i don't know just never really piqued my interest in that what am i going to do watch the maybe like catch up now to watch the maybe last season of it all like no thanks this podcast is brought to you by stranger things <laughs> season four <laughs> our ad reads the stranger things i should have checked ahead of time brandon no <laughs> um trying to think what miranda had her comedy show on friday that was a lot of fun hell yeah she did really well she's crushing um, it she's crushing it loving that um what else kind of a chill weekend we really just kind of took it easy 
uh, watch some sports. You know how I do, Brandon. Watch these Eastern Conference final battles in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon, you guys missed it, but before we started recording, Brandon very confidently nailed the two teams in the NBA finals. So you kind of got to give him a round of applause for that. Yeah. It's the Timberwolves and the uh, and the. Uh, <laughs> you got this name. Uh, I know who it is. It's the Celtics and the Warriors. People. Yeah, come who are, on. Who are you pulling for without having any any real knowledge about either teams or rooting interest? Uh, I guess the Warriors because the Celtics seem like they wouldn't like the teams in New York. Yeah, yeah. The Celtics <laughs> are are definitely one of my least favorite. Not my uh, probably one of my least favorite NBA teams, honestly. They're just, mm-hmm. you know, there's Boston teams. I, if there's hey, any Boston listeners, I'm sorry. You don't but... like the Paul Pierce, Rajon Rondo Celtics? How the hell did you pull that out of your ass, dude? I remember. Where did, where did I the, remember. you know, Rajon Rondo, but you, you struggle who for, okay, who does it? Yeah. Rondo uh, famously is a very competitive connect four guy. So no, I didn't know that. You. No, you didn't know that. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. Was Kevin Garnett on that team too? It was KG, Rondo, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. Come on, dude. I was... Baby Davis, Kendrick Perkins. Right. Now you're going too far. Okay, all right. Sorry, big I got you. Baby Davis? Big, big Glenn, Big Baby Davis. Isn't that a great nickname? That's a great name, yeah. He, he, uh, he was on the Orlando Magic for a little bit, too. So he's, a, he's kind of a Florida legend, if you think about it. Brandon, I'm also in the... Summer has arrived in New York City, and when we record, I can't put on my air conditioning. So I, am, I could use some pit pads right now. I'll tell you what. I'll reach out. I'll reach out to my guy. Yeah, please, please. Maybe that should be our sponsor this week. I think we're ad free again this week, Brandon? Question mark. It's it's a little unclear. Pit pads. The pit and pads. It is. Yeah, we'll be surprised. Stranger Things season four, and your pits are getting sweaty because it's scary. <laughs> pit pads. Pit pads are your move. Um, all right. Do we get into baseball? How long we've we been talking for? Like fifteen yeah, minutes. It's baseball time. It's baseball time. All right, Brandon. We got a lot coming up on the show today. We're wondering if the Phillies are already out of it, sitting 12 and a half games back in the division. We got our classic segments. We got our feast or famine, DeGrama de Week, feast fan questions, upcoming schedule, and feature future fans. But Brandon, before that, we have to address the team that has let off the show every single week for the last five or six weeks, your New York Mets. They continue to pull ahead in the division. They're now 10 and a half games ahead of, of uh, anybody else in the NL East, which makes them by I think four and a half games as of record Thursday night, four and a half games, uh, bigger difference. Well, help me here. Yeah, help me yeah here. I guess a, a larger, uh, a larger Lar- difference between the second place team and the first place <laughs> yes. team. Yes, in every other division, there's not a there's not a bigger lead than six games, which I think yes. the Astros there have in the ALS. But the Mets are doing it at ten and a half, and they just can't stop, man. I I know we've goofed around a lot on this pod, waiting for the inevitable regression of the New York Mets, and it just hasn't come yet. Even with all the injuries to your pitching staff. Um, even with a couple, even with Dom Smith being sent down to AAA, Robinson Cano being released, you guys, you're just making all the right moves, it seems, and you're, you're still the hottest team. So what's going on with that? Yeah, it's exciting. No Max, no DeGrom, as we've spoken about, but the, the pieces are filling in. Yes. Luis Guillorme off on the offensive side is absolutely raking right now. My man's batting third tonight against the, uh, the Dodgers in the first game of the four game series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's probably because Francisco Lindor slammed his finger on a door. We'll talk about it. The hotel, yeah. What's that about? We'll talk about it. It's fine. The Mets are in first. It's not. It's not that so Mets. All right. Don't even start that shit. I don't <laughs> want to hear. Mets is not starting just yet. He would have broken his finger then, which he, he didn't. It looks like it's just swollen and black and blue. Anyway, okay, cool. Uh, but yes, Trevor Williams stepping in, doing a fine job in the fifth slot of the rotation. David Peterson doing a fine job mm-hmm. in the rotation. I mean, the Mets built good depth in their pitching staff and that yes. and it shows because last year they didn't have that at all 
Um, they had tons of injuries. They have injuries this year, but they have guys that are quality major league pitchers and absolutely you know, or fine average absolutely. major league pitchers, like Trevor Williams and David Peterson. And they're stepping up big time. They're doing great. I mean, who knows how long this can last, but uh, you got to be feeling pretty good. I mean, the Mets sweeping the Phillies, like kind of putting, not putting the nail in the coffin of the Phillies, but in the Mets-Phillies relationship this year, pretty much. Yeah, it's crazy how much you beat up on the Phillies, a team that's got a $200 million payroll and seemingly just uh, has no has no ability to play any sort of defense. They're living up to the reputation. I feel like every other day I'm getting a text from you being like, the Phillies' defense did it again. <laughs> Dude, it I again. mean, yeah, in that Mets series, I know we're, we're going back two series now, but in the Mets series, Kyle Schwarber in left field, Nick Castellanos yes. in right and also, Harper is going to be DHing most of the season, from one, if not the full season, from what I've heard. Yeah. So yeah. this is their outfield. This is, the, you know, this is even if, if they, in the deadline, if they said, you know what, we want to get, if Mickey Moniak's not panning out, uh, we want to get Kevin Kermeyer to play center field, they're still going to mm. be have terrible defense in left and right. Yes, absolutely. Terrible defense. I'm, we're, I'm sorry, we were going to talk Mets. I've skipped to the Phillies. Yes. Because. Uh, the Phillies almost bring me more joy than the Mets do. <laughs> no, we want almost. Phillies listeners, Brandon. Stop. You can't insult them. That's off-the-air stuff. That's more off-the-air. No, let's get back to your Mets, though, because we are going to talk about the Phillies in a second. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Dom Smith option to AAA thing. I know he was, he was hitting uh, very poorly so far this season. He had a 59 OPS plus uh, as of the record. But I was a little surprised by this. Somebody that's not uh, paying close attention to every Mets game. I know that there was that... That rumor when when the Cano cutting happened that it was either Dom Smith or Cano that was going to be either optioned or, or, or entirely cut. And he went like four for four or something. He had like his yeah. greatest hitting performance of the year, um, pro, which allowed him to stick around in the club. But then he gets optioned to AAA. I was wondering if you had any insight on that as well. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, Dom, last year he had a shoulder issue. I was preventing him from hitting from any power. He was falling through with one arm. Spring training, he looked great. And this year, I mean, and he was playing like Buck Showalter. That's the one thing he's done a good job of keeping yeah. the bench guys fresh. Like I was, yeah. I mentioned Luis Gourmet. He's playing a lot. Dom Smith was playing a decent amount. He was getting starts at first base. He DH'd a decent amount. He was playing. He had, he had his opportunities. Like J.D. Davis has taken advantage of his opportunities when he's in. But he was just not hitting. He's not hit a home run since July of last year. That's insane. Uh, that is an insane I mean, statistic. That is insane. Wild. Insane. Because also he's a guy who... In 2020 and, and 2019, he was pretty great on the Mets. He was he was, yeah. a, he was a good piece on the Mets. For sure, um, for sure. And I say 2019, I know he was injured for a while, and he came back and he hit a, a big home run to win the last game of the season. Um, but but yes, yeah, like he was able to do things like that. And it's, it's disappointing, but I feel like the Mets, and a good thing from the Cohen the Cohen regime is that they're cutthroat and they're going to, yeah. they don't care how much money you're owed in the Cano situation. Mm-hmm. And they don't care your emotional connection to the the team and, and fans. Like they're yeah. going to cut you if you're not performing. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. I know we're going to talk about him later, but the guy, Nick Plummer, who came up for, for the Mets, another mm-hmm. left-handed hitter hit two home runs in his first two games as a starter. I mean, earn your spot, my dude, earn your spot. He earned it immediately. He earned it immediately. Yeah. So, it's sad because I like Dom. Everyone likes Dom. He seems like a nice guy. And he seems like a guy who had an, or has a lot of talent. So I don't, I, I assume he'll be back up with the Mets at some point, but I have to imagine that he, at, at some point he might be on another team. And I wonder if maybe he'll be swapped for a reliever at the Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. You think, 
I mean, what reliever are you going to get for a guy that you that you yourselves have optioned down to AAA? You know what I mean? Like, what possibly could thing. you pull out? Yeah. yeah. I, I guess if someone, you know, values him, but I don't More know. More than you guys would. Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting. Brandon, do you, are you imagining this is how it's going to go for the rest of the season? I know it's still early. I think I heard a thing where like 30, 35% of the way through the season right now. So there's still an incredible amount of ball left to be played. But the trade deadline's two months away. All-Star game's one month away. Are you thinking that the Mets are going to have this large of a lead in the division for the rest of the year? We'll see. I mean, they, this is this is the biggest test right now. Is is the Do- even though the Dodgers just got swept by the Pirates at home? Yes, I still know. Still a very so talented team. So, so weird. weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, facing the Dodgers, Padres, Angels away. If the Mets can go five hundred, I think I said this last week. They go five hundred. You got to take that. You have yeah. to take that. Um, and yeah, so I, I mean, I think it's possible, but I want to temper expectations like the nationals when they won the world series in 2019 what was their record 17 and 31 is that what they said it was i think so yeah i, God, I like always that. forget about so, that yeah. there's plenty of baseball left there's still a lot of talent in the division um down to the marlins so and not past the marlins because nationals not so much <laughs> sorry but um fans. sorry nationals fans but uh but yeah i mean there's still four talented teams despite the record i mean but yeah the mets i mean they're if if they can hang around here until DeGrom and Max come back, then I'm, yeah. I'm going to feel real confident. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's the right way to get the, to look at things because you're doing this all without Scherzer and DeGrom who are supposed to be the headlining uh, pieces of your, of your rotation, obviously. And also just like some of the best players on the team. Um, so you should, this should instill a lot of confidence in you because as we've said many a times, even though the Marlins seem to prove the sentiment wrong, good starting pitching wins games and especially playoff games. So if you can roll out Scherzer and DeGrom, in any series, that, that's that's a that's a good place to be. I'm a for my opinion, I do think that the Mets. I don't think the Mets are going to lull Mets their way out of this. There's at this point to it be it'd take a lot to lose the division. Being even though we're not especially far in the season, like we were saying, like being ten and a half games up is a pretty substantial lead. So for them to regret, like the amount of regression they would need to have, and then the amount of success that the Braves, Phillies, Marlins would need to have to even start put snip. I put the Marlins in there just for a little a little treat for myself um to even start sniffing the first place uh is just it's just hard to believe i just can't imagine that happening especially when you like we said you have your your best players are still on the il so i don't know man uh, it hurts me to say it i i know you uh you don't like how little i i think of the mets but i uh, uh it's it's nice for my i have a weird relationship where i'm, I'm happy for you in theory and in, and i'm happy and your, for other friends, friends your other friends in theory, yeah. yeah um but it doesn't it doesn't prevent me from still disliking the mets no, it's fine. I understand. I dislike the Marlins as well, but I, I feel you. I want. I do want you and some of the other people we've connected with to have some hope. I um, guess it means more to you though, because you don't follow other teams. Like, like I have three or four other sports teams that could succeed, and I just sure. share some level of happiness. But like, all your chips you're, are in. <laughs> all your chips are in the Mets basket. Although in, in your lifetime, the only championship you've seen of your aside from Florida State, because I don't think that counts. Because we adopted yeah. them is Marlins 2003 is the last yeah. one. I guess 97 technically, but 97, 03. And I, in my defense, my dad got his master's from FSU. So the Florida state has been our Florida team since You're right. I, I was a wee this. little lad. That being said, yes. I mean, that's, it's not as I, I love college football a little bit, but it's definitely my least favorite of the, of the sports that I follow. Um, yes. So it was, it was cool. It was really awesome. It was still a phenomenal experience, but yeah, not nearly the same as if the Dolphins magic or Marlins were to win a championship. So, so we're both um, suffering, man. All right. We're both suffering. Yeah. We are like Job in the Bible where just God is giving us his biggest tests over and over again, like being Marlins and Mets fans, but you're looking pretty good, man. You're looking pretty good. We, we teased this a little bit already, but um, the Phillies got swept by the Mets. 
and they are now 12 and a half games back in the division. Now, this is a team that, that came into this. Wait, hold on. Uh, are, we doing, are we doing the, the Oh, my the God. Quiz? I blew right past the trivia. Sorry. This is your got, whole thing. You were so excited. I, I, got two into, I got two into host mode and was just trying to keep the ball rolling a little bit. Uh, yes. So, as we did a couple weeks ago, we had a little test for Brandon. We got to come up with a with a segment name for this so that we can, uh, like, Brandon's Quiz Show or Sam Quizzes Brandon. Oh, yeah. That would be a theme song for that. That, yeah. we Or at least a verbal theme song, you know, one that's performed yes. live on the podcast every day. Oh, sure. But I have three tests to to three quick questions to see your uh, and I'm sure you'll you'll pass with flying colors. But three tests to see where your knowledge is for the 2022 Mets. Now the first one you're looking at the rundown. It says, "Can you name the top ten WAR leaders for the Mets?" And if you could do this in order, that'd be incredibly impressive. But I don't expect you to have to do that. So okay, um, Pete Alonso. Okay, where do you think he ranks in the list? I think he's one. He's six. What? Yeah, he's six with a 1.3 war. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. But you've done one. You got one of the three. Okay, Lindor. Lindor is uh, in a three at 1.7 war. Okay. Uh, McNeil? Is number one, 2.1 war. Okay. Yeah, there's your boy. Uh, Nimmo? Nimmo's number two. So we got uh, Jeff McNeil with 2.1 and one. We have Thomas Nitto with 1.9 and two. Francisco Lindor. And Wait, now you're... Nitto's at two? Nitto's Nimmo, excuse me, not Nitto. Oh geez. God, I'm sorry. I like, I my words up. Nimmo's at two with 1.9 WAR, which is still pretty surprising. And then Lindor's at three. You're missing four or five. You have six, and you're missing seven. Marcana, Can is at ten with one WAR. Starling Marte. Starling Marte. There's your five. One and a half WAR. Gotcha. Um, okay, now I, I got to think pitchers. I think Diaz is probably in there, right? He is not in the top ten. He is number twelve, okay. though. Okay. Um, then Carrasco. Carrasco is in number nine with 1.1 war. Okay. So you've got 10, nine, you're missing eight, seven, and four. Did Max accumulate enough? He did. To be in yes. there? Yes. He's number four at 1.6 war. Wow. Four. Almost okay. the same as Lindor, even though he's missed, what, three weeks at this point? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Um, uh, so McGill? Seven and eight. Nope. I no can start McGill. giving you hints. One of them you've spoken about a lot already. Uh, Nick Plummer? <laughs> no, kidding. not Nick Plummer. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, you've talked about a lot. Done a lot of heavy lifting for you, and then uh, another starting pitcher. Oh my god! Uh, Taiwan Walker is the starting mm-hmm. pitcher. Mm-hmm. He comes in at number eleven. What the hell, man? Do you want me to give you hints? Who am I forgetting here? Oh, Chris Bassett. Chris Bassett. Yes, Bassett's number nine. Now who's or is number eight? Excuse me. Now who's number seven, dude? That's the only one I'm missing now. Yeah, that's the only one it's you're missing. It's a pitcher? Now. It's not a pitcher. It's a, it's a positional player. Position player. Oh, Luis Guillorme. It's Guillorme. Yeah, I was like, he's been talking about him all day. How does he not know this one? Come on. All right. Good job, Brandon. You're off to a strong start. Now, which healthy starter has the highest ERA plus in the, in the Mets? Carrasco. Uh, nope. Bassett? Nope. What? Taiwan yeah. Walker. Yes, Taiwan Walker. The healthiest wow. starter with the highest ERA okay. plus coming in at one uh, one four one. Little bonus question: What relief pitcher has the highest ERA plus in your entire team, out of starters and relievers and closers? Diaz. Mm-mm. It's number two with one 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 six one. Oh my god! Who who is? Who I would crushing? never have guessed this uh, at all. I would never have guessed this. I don't know what like the appearance, like how many appearances. Uh, this guy has innings pitched. He's not just like sitting around. He's he's got some stuff. He's got a uh, twenty-two innings pitched. So he's got like. Did one you know who this guy pitch. was before? I know the name. Yes, I know the name, but I, I would never have guessed with a thousand guesses if he was going to be. Oh, Drew Smith. Yes, Drew Smith. 
yeah. 2.38 ERA and 22.2 uh, innings pitched. Also, for some of our more casual baseball fans, ERA plus is a is a an adjusted to ballparks that they're playing in, uh, and it's based on 100 being average. So being over 100 is uh, indicative of a good player, and being under 100 is indicative of a bad player. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes for this as well. OPS plus 100 being the average. Anything above that, good player. Anything below that, bad player. Which player on your team has the highest OPS plus? It's either Pete or McNeil. Pete, number two. McNeil, number three. What? Lindor? Yeah. Lindor, number five. Oh, my God. This is hard. Why this, is this so this hard? This also surprised me. Um, yeah. This Mark Hanna? Nope, not Mark Hanna. Mark Hanna's coming in at number seven. The 121 OPS plus. If you're seventh best hitter is an OPS plus of 121, you're doing insane. Nimmo? Nimmo. Not Nimmo. Nimmo's at number Nimmo. four with a 135 OPS plus. Well, uh, you're blanking. You blanked on this guy already today. Luis Guillorme? Guillorme. He's got a 164 no. OPS plus, dude. 164 OPS plus. Isn't that insane? Oh, that's crazy. Now, mind you, he has significantly less plate appearances than anybody yes, else in this yes, list. Yes, yes, yes. So take it with a grain of salt. He's got about half, okay. the, uh, half the plate appearances than everybody else. Pete Alonso comes in with 227 plate appearances, the most on the team right now with a 154 OPS plus. 13 homers. He's having a hell of a season, man. OPS of 891. Pretty wild. But yes, that's a little trivia for you, my friend. He did well. He did well. I did all right. You got to come up with some trivia for me next time. What do you think of that? I know. Hey, which Marlins player is the only player with a a good OPS plus? We're not being mean, Brandon. We're being nice. Sorry. Sam, you're the friendliest shark. I'm the friendliest shark. How are you going to insult me? All right, Brandon. Well, we can move along to the Phillies now. The team that we teased a few times already, once on purpose, once on accident. Uh, Philly is 12 and a half games behind in the division right now. And this is a team, like I said, that came out, uh, came into the season with high expectations. They spent in the offseason. They made some efforts to, to win some ball games and have uh, kind of can't get out of their own way right now. Uh, there's been some bullpen meltdowns. Uh, there's been some bad defensive plays. They've scored runs or haven't been able to score runs when they needed to. Um, they haven't won a game since the last time we no, recorded. They won last night. Oh, okay. Well, I must have been checking the, ske- the schedule wrong. Well, they had a, they'd won one game since we last recorded. Yeah, one they're, game. Yeah. they're pulling a Marlins, dude. And mm-hmm. they haven't won a series since May 15th. Now, I found this interesting. According to Fangraphs, they still have a 20% chance of making the playoffs. So they're not entirely out of it. And they, Fangraphs also has the Braves as a 50% chance of making the playoffs, which is wild. I guess it's the expanded playoffs. And also the other divisions, well, I guess the West is kind of a powerhouse. Yeah. But I guess the Central, it's Milwaukee, St. Louis. Yeah, so, pretty handily. And then yeah, I mean, I guess it. I, I I think that makes sense. I think that makes. I sense. think they have Giants, Padres, and Braves are their projected uh, wild card teams. With the Mets mm-hmm. winning the division, yeah. Okay. So okay. we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, the thing, the the lead story with these Phillies right now are the injuries are starting to uh, are starting to pile up. Gene Segura with a broken finger. What he that he uh, I almost said obtained that he got on a on a bunt attempt. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the most like ugh, feelings when you're watching baseball and somebody gets hit in the hands with, yes. a, with like a fastball or something. I don't know if it was a breaking ball or a fastball. Well, it's also it's like if it's, it's ball hitting finger going against bat. Yeah. So it's yeah. a full, compre- it's a full compression on that. One that might finger. say, Brandon, you're caught between a rock and a hard place. If you uh, get my All drift. Right. All right. <laughs> yeah. That like, I remember Starling Marte breaking his hands in the 20 or not his hands, his hand in the 2020 uh, playoffs against the Cubs. Winker, who was the pitcher that did that? I don't remember, but uh, some schmuck hit Marte in the hand, broke his hand, and uh, and he was out for the rest of the playoffs. It's it seems like a painful injury, man. Outside of getting hit in the head, uh, which the Braves did to Nick Fortes, uh, it, it like it just seems like a place that you don't want to get plunked, man. Or the shin, the bare shin too seems bad. Is that true? Three months for Segura? You saw that? 
up to three months. Yeah, I was reading an article today, and it said Ooh. up to three months. That's brutal. That's brutal. He had their he had their second highest average on the team. Yeah, that's bad news, Bear. Yeah. And also, he wasn't. He's not like the best defensive second baseman, but he's Mm-mm. serviceable. Yeah, he's I obviously think. better than anybody below. Him. Yeah, <laughs> so it's only going to get worse from here. Yeah, and then Bryce Harper was scratched from yesterday's game with some. Uh, was it tight right forearm, sore it's right same, forearm? It must be the same arm as his uh, as his UCL. I know, right. dude. So, how much longer until he gets surgery? Do you think they're going to eventually give him surgery? Call the season. Give I him th- surgery? If the Phillies spiral until until the all-star break i think they should just do it right yeah you'd think so if they're like totally if they're if if they're 20 back by then yeah maybe they just 20 back yeah if you're 20 back you'll be starting to sell some pieces if you're 20 back i guess the phillies aren't in a position to sell but um but yeah dude kind of kind of rough waters in philadelphia right now and that was a it's a team that is fun to watch just because they score a lot of runs and when they're not scoring runs they're blowing it defensively which is very fun but you know outside of that you kind of feel for them that's not that's not a good place to be Man, it's it's got to be so fr. I I almost I almost feel bad for Phillies fans. I I can't, almost, but I yeah. almost feel bad for almost. for Phillies fans because it must be so frustrating with all the one. I I said one run losses, and I thought of your Marlins. So it's a similar. <laughs> hey, thing. stop! But it's Come a on, different stop. type of one run loss. Yes, it um, is. yes, it is. It's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. Phillies fans, we feel for you right now. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of this on Phillies Twitter. They want to can Girardi, dude. They yes. want Girardi out. They want to put a they boot do. in his ass. Like it's the Philadelphia way. Is that a reference you get? We put Toby, Toby Keith. Yeah. You love Toby Keith. You mentioned him like I think once, he's, one every two podcasts. I think he's one of the funnier country artists. That song in particular is pretty egregious. I, it was played at a wedding. Um, and it's really funny to see who's singing the song with a tinge of irony and who's singing it with like a real geared up earnest oh, yeah. patriotism. Uh, yeah, it, it really, it really, it, it's oil and water. It differentiates the crowd very quickly, very, very quickly. Oil and water is my favorite country group. It's, oh, yeah, oil and water. Oh, okay. We're on to something. You want to start a country powerhouse, dude? You and I? Oil yeah. and water? Yeah. Oil. Let's do it. Wait, which oil are you? Water, water or oil? Water. You think you're water? You think I'm oil? You're oil. <laughs> I'm oil. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I could see them firing him, but it's kind of the same place. Like, there's been some rumblings on Marlon's Twitter that, that we should fire uh, Mattingly. And it's like, okay, but then who do you replace him with? Like, we have, like, there's not anybody out there that you would want other than maybe somebody on your team already. Like we have uh Rose and the, the bench coach, but outside of that, like, yeah, there's, there's no it. point. It's, it's really just to make a statement to do those yeah. things. I mean, Dave Dombrowski is who should get fired. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. That's dude. who should get fired. I mean, no, I mean totally yes, right. he signed two big players, but he didn't complete. I mean, similar to the Marlins once again. Yeah. Uh, you know, you finish. Compl- really Marlins and Phillies, similar, similar paths in the off season and into the season. Yeah, at least in performance-wise. Yeah, and performance-wise, uh, Philadelphia yeah. fans have got to be thrown up in their mouths hearing us, hearing them compared to the Marlins. <laughs> We've lost, we lost but, another but, walk-off last night, dude. And I didn't put the Marlins on the rundown because I wanted to save myself some uh, some verbal beatdowns. But yeah, we you, lost another one. Well, I mean, gun to head, do you take the Phillies rotation or the Marlins rotation? I think you take the Marlins rotation. I think you do, even though Trevor's been like not good I this never, year, dude. Yeah. Trevor's been not yeah. good this year. Um, been pretty disappointing, frankly. Um and uh and the marlins of you know the sandy and pablo are tied for the best dra in baseball right now so that's a good place to be crazy or best yeah. be, maybe it's national league only they they have a sub two era both of them have a sub two era so you know i'll take that wow. any day but after that i mean elias hernandez is getting smacked around lizardo says he's still not comfortable throwing the ball which is a really bad sign 
um edward cabrera had a great outing against the rockies i don't know if you mm -hmm. saw that yeah I so did, that yeah. that was a that was a promising bit of a, another young arm coming up and maybe haven't uh turned the corner as they say uh and max meyer is still on the il so you know we're not really as deep as we thought we were you get hit by three injuries pretty consecutively and then have a, a, a young player regress like you're not doing good but I, I would rather have the marlins rotation but i'm also you know a little biased so what do i what do i know mm -hmm. all right yeah. what about you where's your head I, I yeah i mean i think they're just so similar because the phillies also have a a good top two great yes. top two right? yes um so they're just so similar and and i do think i would take the marlins because pablo lopez i feel like doesn't have the name recognition of a wheeler or nola but it's like he's up there man he's, a, what, he's what do you i'm looking right now what do you think his era plus is Oh God! It's um, insane. Both him and Al Alcantara have an insane ERAs. I don't know what Plus is that. I'm not gonna two twenty four, dude. What two twenty four? I was not gonna guess. That. I know That's it's crazy. insane. He's got it. Like he's he's got a sub one WHIP. Yeah, just really, really, really on a different. On a Did different, the Marlins uh, trade him for for at, at the trading deadline? If the if the Marlins are out of it. I think there's a little bit of talk about that later in the show, so we'll give that a little bit okay. of a tease, Brandon. Yeah. But uh, that's okay. been there, that's been rumored in the it's been rumored in the thing. But Brandon, all right, we're moving right along. We're running a little. Or this is a classic NLP. We're running long already, halfway through the show. Um, we go to our traditional intro music to Feast or Famine. Dun 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 dun. Feast or Famine. Uh, all right, Brandon. Our feast of the week is none other than Jesus Sanchez. He hit a 496 foot homer. The second farthest homer hit in Coors Field history since StatCast has been tracking it. It was a bomb. It was almost out of the park. It was an upper deck, high level upper deck in the right field, uh, the, off the right field line. Just a monster shot. And he pimped the shit out of it. I don't know if you saw that, but he did like a whole back sway. It was really great. It was really great. Um, and uh, there's, a, there's only other one player, uh, only other one player. Only other, only one other player who's hit a ball farther in cores since that cast has been tracking it. And I don't know if you got this spoiled on Twitter, but you know who it is? In cores. In cores. Since it was over 500 feet. McGuire? Mm -mm. No, no, since Statcast. So this is like 2015. Oh, I think, since Statcast. I apologize. Unless McGuire um, came off the bench for the Cardinals yeah. and cracked a 500 foot home run. Statcast. Um, oh my God. You'll smack yourself in the head once, once I say the name because it's, it's pretty obvious. Aaron Judge? Nope, but. Not so far off. Stanton. Stanton. Yeah. Gotcha. And he did it as a Marlin. So the Marlins hold the longest home run hit by a righty and the longest home run hit by a lefty in Stackhouse hey. history. And the course. Raise field. the banner now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, you got to celebrate the small victories. Okay. And uh, hey, Zeus was coming off of a bad May, a really bad May. And he seemed to turn it around. He hit a couple home runs. It went to dead center as well in that Rocky series. So we'll take what we can get, man. We need the offense to start clicking. Uh, click today. I just checked Marlins uh, sealed the victory 3-0 over the Giants. So that's a good start. Um, and we have a we have a Billy the Marlin uh, mug giving away on Sunday at the at Marlin Stadium. So I might have to hit eBay and see if I can get a Billy the Marlin mug coffee mug for for Gotta our pantry. Yeah, Miranda will smack me over the head with it if I try to put it on display in our apartment. But it's worth <laughs> a shot, dude. Come on, I'm mean, gonna have a Billy the Marlin indent on the side of my head. Um, I think. Uh... I think you should buy it and then you should hold on to it. And then the value, it'll be like an NFT and then the value of it. Oh yeah. Now we're talking, you saw the Marlins are doing a, a fucking NFT night at the, at the park this weekend. Embarrassing. Nationals did that too. I know they did the, I think they did the crypto. I don't know if they did the NFT. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I Same mean, I, yeah, switch them out for as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bored apes. The bored apes are in are sharp decline. Did you read that story about what happened to Seth Green? Oh yeah, that someone's he was gonna make he's a gonna, show. Got to make a show about his ape, and somebody stole the ape. God, I don't know how that works, but they stole Smart his person. ape. And now he can't make it because he he doesn't have the copyright court information. No, no. You have to watch the trailer, dude. They they like someone released the trailer that they're gonna do with the show, and it is it is an abomination. It's hard to understand if it's satire or not, because there's a lot of funny comedians, like recognizable funny comedians that we would know in the in the in the thing, but it's also like I'm on top of the world, plays in it. Like it's a really weird mix. Like it's insane. You gotta check it out. Well, maybe we'll link it on our Twitter, dude. How do how do we say that? How about we say that? We always say that. We never link it, though. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We forget, Brandon. We're busy boys. We're busy. Why don't you hit us with that famine? Juan Soto, my man, mm. was struggling against the Mets. I think I think they held him to one for 11 for the full series. That's brutal. Good. Brutal. That's 143 batting good. average and 286 slugging the last two weeks. My man's pressing. Yeah. Um, but he still yeah. has an on-base percentage of 333. He's still dude. walking a lot. <laughs> He's still insane. getting on. Yeah, um, yeah. So... Pitch selection. Um, yeah, it's he'll uh, turn it around. He'll turn it around. Yes, he'll he'll turn it around for sure. National um, sign him but, now, though. What are you doing? Sign him right now. Yes, his value's at an all-time low. Maybe yeah, get him for one year, eleven million. Come on, <laughs> Dude, get him for that that Jonathan VR money. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah, he's, he's he's salivating at the idea of Jonathan VR money. Where's VR's ten-year, uh, three hundred million dollar contract, Brandon? He deserves it. Speaking of which, did you see how he injured himself? Speaking of bad injuries, dumb no, he's injuries on the like Cubs now, doors, right? He's on the Cubs. How he now. injured himself? No, what did he do? He used a uh, those elastic bands. To, I guess, oh, like, I did out. see this. Yes, smacked himself in the mouth. Smacked needed dental the work. Emergency dental procedure was what was said. I think right. Yes, I think so. Yeah, That's so. loss of teeth, right? That's got to be teeth knocked out. Lost teeth. Yeah. Oh, that Brutal. must be so fucking painful. I could not do that. I could not do that. All right, Brandon, we're moving right along. We got. The Gramado Week. The Gramado Week. We got Nick Plummer, the aforementioned Nick Plummer. He was a former first-round pick by the Cardinals. He never really was able to put it together until last year. Cardinals cut him. Billy Epler's first move as the Mets GM was to snatch him up, and and the fruits of his labor paid off. Yes. Because former, uh, former Cardinals first-round pick, I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Former Cardinals first-round pick uh, hit a bomb to to um tie the game for the Mets uh, yes. Uh, yes. in the ninth. Um and then in the next game he had a three run homer, I think. Insane. First Met ever to hit hit two home runs or hit hit a home run in both of his first two starts. Oh, um, oh well, hang the banner, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. You bastard, be nice. You're the friendly <laughs> Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. So yeah, so uh, that's probably you know the catalyst of Dom Smith being sent down. Yeah. But Nick Plummer, let's see what he's got. You know, maybe the Mets are are, are doing a Dodgers situation and they're getting people like Justin Turner. Yeah, yeah, not a bad, not a bad comparison. I, I, that's a name that's ripe for nicknames too. Like the Plumber. What else can we do? Uh, um, when he's doing bad, the Plumber's covered in shit. <laughs> That's a New York, a New York Daily News. Uh, <laughs> yeah, plumber's coming. S asterisk 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 falls on plumber. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, I got nothing, dude. Uh, plumber plunges the Mets into another victory. 
Okay, that's good. Okay, that's not bad, uh, right? Oh, down the drain would be if the oh, Mets are doing that's better. another great one. Plumber messed up. Yeah, yeah. Plumber yeah. goes down the drain. Like a yeah. picture of plumber like messing up in the. I don't mm. want to put this out into the world. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, you are. You are really just you're putting this out there. Playing with fire here. You're playing with fire, Brandon. All right. We're still moving along at electric speed now. We got no ads, so I guess I should take that into account when it comes to podcast length. But um, no ads this week. Ads will return, so get that 15-second fast-forward button on the on the ready again. They're not gone forever. They will return. We have Feast Fan Questions. Now, Brandon, love this segment, a segment that you've been putting out there. We've gotten a response, and we got a hell of a response today. Now, our boy Just Marlins came in again asking the hard-hitting questions about the Marlins. He asked... I'm hearing lots of chatter about extending Pablo Lopez. However, I'm thinking the cost would be high enough that it could affect a bigger contract extension that the Marlins should be preparing for. Jazz Chisholm. I don't feel as if they will do both. What are your thoughts? Now, um, I think there's not a not a chance in hell that they're both getting extended. And I, because we have Alcantara on such a team-friendly deal, five years, $50 million, uh, Pablo's not going to do that. This Signing Pablo now would be a mistake. This is probably, I mean, knock on wood, but it's going to be one of his best seasons he's ever pitched in his career, presumably. Mm-hmm. He's at the, th- at the top of his game. Signing him now would just be uh, would be just a financial mistake. Now, you teased this earlier, and this has been floated around a little bit, but the potential of a Pablo Lopez trade and what that would look like. I mean, if he keeps this up, up until the trade deadline, the package would be insane. And, and and while I'm not for it, I love Pablo. I think he's like one of the, he seems to be one of the sweetest dudes has always been a good pitcher um, has had a lot of really shining moments, uh, memorable moments as a Marlin, but I think you would have to field offers, but it would have to be like a godfather offer. There's no way you, you get rid of this guy. He's got, I think three more years of arbitration. He's going to be around for a little bit, yeah. two or three more years, um, which no, puts him. You, a, yeah. I think you hold on to him, right? Yeah. I think you hold on at least for another season. Like, like I, I, if we want to make a run, we need our, our top starting pitchers. And those two dudes, Sandy and Pablo are just really the best one too in baseball right now. Like, I mean, Scherzer and DeGrom are obviously injured, but yeah, I don't, I don't know who else is doing better than, than Pablo and Sandy right now who are leading the both have pl- uh, over 200 ERA pluses. Um, it's a wild duo. And I, I just, I also don't see an extension happening. I'm already worried about the jazz extension not happening. I know he's under team control for at least a few more years, probably longer than that. Um, but I'm already getting a little worried about that. I could, I, I, I was texting my friend, Zach, uh, shout out to uncle Nino about the the potential of a of jazz and pinstripes and how much that would break my heart. Um and then he teased I don't think, I don't think he would want to go to the Yankees. I don't know. He seems to love Miami, which is which is promising. Um and seems to really thrive there. But I don't know, dude. I don't know where he would go. Maybe the Mets he wouldn't want to go to the Yankees. Yeah. I mean he wouldn't want to go to the Yankees though because of, of the st- the you know the yeah. restrictions on style yeah. and no facial flat. hair, no flashy yeah. hair. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I don't no, think he would want to do that. Um, did I see him on the Dodgers or the Mets? Uh, what if but, he ended up on a weird team like the Rangers? What if like they replaced possible. him in with Jazz? Yeah, that's possible. Suck. That was um, we, should, we should take bets now and no. then when it happens. And well, the, also, the bet could be he stays at the Marlins. I mean, yeah, uh, he, we're also in a weird spot though, where he like is playing really well and presumably is only going to get better. So yeah. sign it now. Like, why are we sitting on our hands a little bit? I know it's a little scary, but like, do the Wander Franco deal. Do the yeah, do the Acuna yeah. deal. Yeah, do you like or the Albies deal even? Like, there's a bunch of examples of guys yeah. getting early contract and then you that being great value for the team. Of the franchise and if uh, Alcantara, they already signed right. So yes. him, Jazz, like that's a great one duo to build around. Yeah, have, have your uh, fr- have your franchise around. So yeah, I mean, definitely hold on to Pablo because you guys can have uh, even if this year is not your year, doesn't yeah. mean you can't build some more offense in the coming years that you do have. Absolutely, both of them. No, I completely agree. I completely uh, agree. 
Yeah. Um, Kayla at Miss Trial asks, what is your favorite stadium field or place to watch baseball? Brandon, you want to answer this one first? It's tough. It's tough. I'm trying to do every stadium. I think I'm at uh, 16 now. Something like that. Oh, dude, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Um, San Francisco is an amazing experience. Um, City Field, of course, I'm partial to. Uh, Dodger Stadium, I like. That's I'm gonna I be there like. on Saturday. Mets and Dodgers play. I'll be there on Saturday for that Exciting. game. But uh, my favorite, uh, it's, I think I guess I'm gonna have to go with Fenway. I think Fenway's. I've been to a couple. Wow, games really? I think Fenway's the coolest one. No uh, way. I like Wrigley, but Wrigley, I think, has lost some charm in my opinion. I'm sorry, Cubs fans. I know that we have a lot of <laughs> you listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think they've lost all the charm because I feel like they've sort of Frankensteined it, where they have a lot of like the jumbotron stuff, and just yeah. looks a little weird. It feels a little too so cool. School. So great, amazing, yeah. classic stadium. Uh, Fenway still has like the feel. I don't know. I yeah. just love it. It's so unique, and it's and it's the most unique ballpark, and has the history and. And uh, I love the quirkiness of, you know, having a certain seats where there's a pole in front of your face. It's just like, know, it's just like a so fun, true. cool stadium in it and where it's located in the city. Uh, uh, I think Fenway, Fenway is the best experience in ballpark to go to. And if you're a baseball fan, definitely go there. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. I've, uh, I enjoyed City Field as well. Dodger Stadium is probably my favorite one in recent adult memory. An adult memory, because I went to Wrigley as a kid, um, but I don't have a great recollection of it. I was probably in like fourth grade or something. I was a little tyke. Um, but I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed Dodger stadium. I also just got spoiled. Like it was sunset, a beautiful weather, not a cloud in the sky, classic LA. Um, and it, yeah, it's just, the sunsets over the palm trees in the background. Yeah. Like, it's just a really, it's a really pretty place to watch a stadium or watch a game. Um, also though, Brandon favorite place. I like watching at our, uh, our softball field. So we've been playing softball again. I hit another one over the fence, Brandon. I'm you went that. over the fence. You said uh, at yeah. the fence last night. No, you, I, I you went a over homer? The- that's my second homer yeah, the season. Oh, yes. my God. It, there was How, what, over, what's the yardage on that? I went dead center. I went dead center. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the – it's you definitely gotta, not. Bring on a measuring tape. Go there. A little league thing, but <laughs> Dude, that's amazing, tape. though. Yeah, I, uh, it, there was overhang trees, and so the trees – it like went over the fence, knocked on the trees, and the trees threw it back into play, so it didn't count as an automatic out. It counted as an automatic out if a, if a, if a man hits the ball over the fence because yeah. it's, it's shortened fields. Um but this one got bounced back in. Where was this power when we were playing together, Brandon? You had some power, but yeah. But the thing is, we also couldn't see. There was no fence where, where yeah. we play here, so we had just you know batter's just, eye. Yes. So yeah, that makes a difference. That's cool. Yes, and then finally we have a we have a a handful of silly questions from my old roommate, a man, a man who needs help. I think and our good friend Austin at Rintin Stin asks first question: increased ball size for or against? I'll say it. I'm against it. But Brandon, if you want that offense to increase in baseball, that's a good way to do it. Try Roman. (laughs) If you want your ball size increased, try Try Roman. Roman. Is that what it does, Um, Brandon? That's where it increases? That's what happens? Yeah. (laughs) Shock is flying off the the shelves then. That's surprising. (laughs) uh, I think keep the ball, keep the ball, just make the ball uniform, Rob Manfred. That's what I'll say. Um, I will say softball. I, I threw a baseball recently after throwing a softball for a while. Yeah, throwing a baseball is so much more fun. It's Softball so is annoying. Fun. It's cumbersome. Yeah, I don't like you it. can whip a baseball. You can really yes. like throw it, and it feels yeah, lighter. Yeah. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, next question: uh, Would Sam and Brandon combined be able to beat up Tom Hanks in a league of their own? Now, how old is Tom Hanks in a league of their own? Uh, I think he's like forty. Okay, there. so not that much older than we are now. Like, Why would you say that? Not so that fast. much older. <laughs> you want to know what's weird is I think not now, but in a couple of years, we'll be the same age as Jerry uh, and uh, George in Seinfeld. 
And we're as old as Homer Simpson. <laughs> I think Homer Simpson's like 32 in The Simpsons. 35. All right, all right, yeah. Enough, sir. <laughs> I know. It's, I'm making um, you feel old. Uh, I'd say no. I don't think we're beating Tom Hanks up. You and I are not violent people. We're not good with our this hands. This is Tom Hanks that. in the movie League of Their Own. I mean, he's, yes. kind of, he's a drunk in that, right? Yes, that's true. So maybe we get him on a, on a bad night and he's, he's swinging Depends wildly. Depends on the night, right? Either he's true. like, you know, he seems tough, you know, but I think, I think you and I together, I think we could take him out. If he's on the sauce, though, we're no problem. We could tabletop him. You get kneeled down behind him, and I push him over you. There, no problem. He's on the ground. There'd be two hits, Brandon. Us hitting him, and him, him, him hitting the floor. Oh, yeah. that's right, Tom Hanks. You heard it. You're called out. It's yeah. just like that. Did you hear about that podcast? That Dead Eyes podcast? Yeah, dude. Uh, Austin. That's so funny. Austin was the one who told me about it. The guy that wrote these questions in our friend. Oh wow. These questions. In. Uh, this is Tom Hanks. Come on our podcast. We're gonna fight. Yes. You. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. We'll speak it into existence, and then in like 400 episodes, we'll get Tom Hanks on <laughs> to yes. fight. We'll live stream a fight with Tom Hanks. Um. Sorry. Last one. He says. Francisco Lindor has accidentally glued baseball gloves to both his hands. Could have used that with this hotel door thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and was also blinded recently. So he's got, he can't, he's got no eyesight and he's got baseball gloves glued to his hands. Can Sam and Brandon beat him up? I'd say yes, absolutely. A blind man? I think so. I think we can. Uh, this is not a threat, by the way. No, this is also not a threat. Tom Hanks, it's a threat. Lindor, yeah, not Lindor, a threat. Lindor, not a threat, no. Uh, I think we could handle him then. It would feel bad. You'd be beating somebody up what with if, a disability. I don't what do if we were also blinded with uh, with uh, Then no, absolutely gloves. not. No, absolutely But if there's not. both of us, and he, I don't know. A two-on-one blind and gloved fight. I feel like you and I would inadvertently start beating each other that's up. true that's true also yes. i feel like what would really happen is we'd be like swinging wildly not connecting and then all out of the middle of nowhere just get like wrecked by a haymaker with a, with a yes. baseball glove. Yes. and just yeah that that would not be fun that, that would not be fun all right brandon it's your favorite segment upcoming schedule why don't you read down the schedule and then we can get into what we think of these games coming up the mets are playing the dodges and the padres out here on the west coast i'll be there on saturday once again Ooh, catch yeah. me on the jumbotron uh <laughs> braves are in are in colorado playing the rockies and they're they're headed back home to play the oakland athletics uh phillies are playing the angels at home and then going to milwaukee for the brewers for another tough week for the phillies marlins playing the giants they win today they won they won the first game three zero the first game with the giants at home and then they'll be playing the nationals at home Nationals will be in Cincinnati to play the powerhouse Cincinnati Reds. Uh, and then uh, right before they play the Marlins in Miami. Yes. Yes. Now, Brandon, what's your favorite games on the schedule? My favorite. I mean, I know Mets, it scares Dodgers. me the most is the match West coast Dodgers yeah. and Padres. So that'll be fun. But also uh, Phillies, angels, Phillies, brewers, Marlins, giants is fun too. Yeah. That's so the I point. Kinda like all the, like all these, these West coast ones are really fun. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot going here. I think, uh, yeah, Mar- uh, Mets Dodgers is going to be must watch, must watch TV as far as I'm concerned. Nationals Reds is a little interesting. I think the Reds won the first game of the series today uh, because the Reds are a little bit more feisty. They came out to one of the worst starts in baseball initially, but they're 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 turning the corner a little bit. They're coming back around. Um, and then I'd just like to see what the Phillies do against the Angels and Brewers. Like, how deep in the hole do they get here? Like, how much farther they can they fall? The Angels yeah. I know just got beat up on by the Yankees today. But, um, but yeah, the Brewers are no joke. Despite their offense not being red hot, they have some of the best starting pitching in the league, some of the best relief pitching in the league. It'll be interesting to see how they do this. And then, I mean, Braves-Rockies, we could get like an – I know Acuna's not, not playing right now, but we could get a couple monster shots from some of the Braves boys in, uh, in cores, so that could be fun too. Yeah, I'm with you. All, all these West Coast ones. So uh, some of you be staying up late for the ones hey, on the West Coast. Hey, staying up late. All right, Brandon, final segment, feature future fans. 
I'll get us started. We have at Marlins John, John Rodriguez. He says he's been a Marlins fan since 2007. John, that's an unfortunate time to start to become a Marlins fan. <laughs> it's been, I know, it's been only, maybe he's, a, maybe he's a young guy. I don't know. It's all downhill from there, my friend. Uh, we hope you like our show because we like your content. Check us out. Let us know. Give you a little mini shout out. All right, Brandon, I'll let you take this next one. All right, we got Show Walter's number one fan at Aborja16, A-B-O-R-J-A-16. Uh, apparently, he's the only Mets fan to not write articles or have a podcast. He that's said that on there. That's what he said. That's funny. I like this guy. He'll like us. Well, we're a podcast, and I'm a Mets fan, so whoopsie. We fall into the we fall into the stereotype, I guess. Baseball we fans do. that write articles and have podcasts. So that's yes, it. we do. We also finally have Ryan Kinney at Ryan Kinney underscore 27. He had a great quote. I don't know who this is attributed that's to. That's a Castellanos or, quote. Is that what it is? Okay. I don't have a college degree. I hit baseballs. That's yes. phenomenal. I think he said that at his press conference for the Phillies. That's phenomenal. We love that. So, yeah, check out our podcast. We'll give you a little shout-out on Twitter. Hope that you give us a little shout-out by checking us out. Uh, Brandon, that's the show. We have no re- uh, reviews. Still locked out of our email address. I don't know if people are emailing <laughs> the pod or not. Uh, hope you're not. Uh, this is a reminder, though. Re- leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll make sure to read it on the show. Give you a little shout-out. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Shoot us an email. Maybe one day I'll recover this password, nlfeastpod at gmail.com. Brandon, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at Brando Grosso. Where can they find you? Find me at nlfeastsam. Make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter as well, at nlfeastpod. Uh, check out my band, Ugly Twin. We're working on a single that'll hopefully be out sometime soon. Uh, have a music video out that's a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, my what am I missing, Brandon? Is that it? Is there anything else we need to plug I think that's it. Are we going to get back on TikTok? We got to get back on TikTok. I got to make a funny we baseball. Get back on we got to get back on TikTok. All right, Brandon, anything else before we get out of here? Bye. 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 Bye.